Hey, this is Eric from Catching Light. Hey, this is Hemp. Hey, this is Glenn. Hi, I'm Steve-O. Hey, this is Drew Hines with Hindsight Imagery. This is Matt Callahan and Digimatty Photographic Services. Hey, this is Jason, and welcome to Tales from the Pit. Hello and welcome to Tales from the Pit, the behind-the-lens access to the entertainment world and the creative people involved. Today, we are talking with plush guitar player, Bella Perron. Bella, thank you and welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks. Yeah, I'm super psyched to, to talk with you. You've got a lot of cool stuff. I mean, you and I know each other prior to this, but uh, I'm, I'm just really cool. I think it's really cool, A, that you joined us and B, I'm really interested in learning about your sort of how you got started. So if you don't mind, give us a, a, a little background about how you got involved with guitar, what were influences and how you got to the point where you joined Plush. Yeah, totally. So I started playing guitar when I was five. Um, my dad plays guitar and owns a music shop. So I was just always around it. Um, but yeah, so like, and both of my parents were really into like classic rock and 80s rock. So I just grew up around it and um like my biggest influences are, like, that made me want to play were like kiss like east freely was like my first like guitar hero really um and then from there like some huge ones from the beatles led zeppelin uh stone temple pilots um yeah so i mean i started when i was five took lessons at his shop up until i was 18 when i went to berkeley and about at that same time as when i met mariah uh got involved with plush that is so cool. So you are, uh, you just start, uh, how long did you start with Berkeley? Like last year? Berkeley? Yeah, last year. Cool, cool. And that's, I mean, that's awesome. So you have a lot of background in sort of what goes on because, you know, obviously I know your dad and we've both been in similar, with similar band members and stuff like that. So you've seen a lot of the behind the state or behind the scenes stuff to the music industry. Did you have... Like, did you have your own band? I, I know you've done a lot of stuff with, you know, your dad's band and stuff like that, but did you have your own band at all at any point prior to where you are now? I never had, like, a solid band, really. It's just kind of funny that it's, like, at the beginning of Plush, I was like, sick, I'm in my own band now. And then it, like, takes off the way it did. Um, so, like, I mean, I would always, like, volunteer, like, for, like, school band or, like, yep. even volunteering, like, at elementary schools, doing, like, you know, guitar work and whatever. Um, and I'd like jam with friends and sit in with my dad's bands, but I never had like my own band. So that was something that was so exciting for me. Like, I mean, it still is super exciting, like to have like a band where it's like to be a part of a team as opposed to like sitting in for a night or something. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's awesome. And, you know, I was just watching some of the videos of your, of your show at, uh, on YouTube, uh, your, your previous shows on YouTube and, you know, um, Today, we are what, February, or was it 18th? And today's the sort of one year anniversary of like the official announcement of your band. Yeah. So, so you, you sort of started talking about that uh, in, in regards to how you met um, and got started with the band. But were you all together? And so, well, let's talk about the origins of Plush. So, the, uh, the, 
lead singer. And how do you say her name? Mora? Uh, Mariah Formica. Mariah, right. I can't say her name. <laughs> so she was on The Voice, is the way I understood it. And she, was, she did really well on The Voice. And uh, she did some killer, killer YouTube videos of like heart and stuff like that. And yeah. that kind of went crazy all, all over the world. I mean, I've kind of been following her from the early, not early stages, but pretty early on before the band was announced and stuff like that. And it was very... It was very obvious there was a lot, a lot of talent there in her ability to sing and play and she, you know, her energy and all that stuff. So, so kind of you got, were you guys all together at the same school or was this sort of, how did that, how did you guys meet? Yeah, actually, I mean, it's, I mean, pretty like non traditional, I guess. So, Mariah's from like upstate New York, like Albany area. Um, and so this whole thing kind of started with her and Brooke covered um, Barracuda by heart and right. they did like, a YouTube video and that kind of blew up pretty fast. Um, and Brooke was only like two hours away from her. So they decided, you know, they wanted to start a band from that. Um, so Mar uh, Brooke knew Ashley from like they had done like School of Rock together when they were in like middle and high school. Uh, and they live like pretty near each other. So Ashley started jamming with them. And then for a while, they're looking for a lead guitar player. Um, but we weren't really finding anyone that was like local. So they put out an ad and I stumbled across it on Instagram actually, cause Lizzie Hale had shared it. Um, and so I just, I was like, you know, preferably like someone from the Northeast. And I, you know, I, I was funny cause at first I was like on the fence about reaching out cause I lived like five hours away, but I kind of just reached out like not really expecting to hear much back. Uh, but literally within the same week, like I was talking to Mariah's management and Mariah and everyone and everyone just clicked right off the bat. It was pretty crazy. That is so cool. I mean, and, and it, it just goes to show you just got to kind of, if it's, if you, if there's something you want to do, you just got to kind of put yourself out there and try and you never know what's going to happen. Definitely. Yeah. It's always worth it just to like reach out to any possible opportunity because you never know where it's going to go. Right. Yeah. Totally cool. So so you have that sort of connection are you like is it like all right now we need to have these some sort of audition process was there a bunch of people going through an audition or is it just you how did that work um they were auditioning a bunch of other girls um but i was pretty much just in direct contact with them and uh later that week i sent in an audition video and they liked the video so a couple weeks later we all started jamming in person um and really since then it's just been you know just all this constant stuff like coming up since then. It's been super exciting. Yes, <laughs> that's crazy. I, I kind of want to talk about the year one in just a second, but I want to go through the process before that. I want to, I just want to understand your full journey here. The, the, uh, the audition obviously is a great success. You, you're, you're gelling every, everything's feeling really good. Is, is the album, already was the album already started at that point was the songs already written or are you coming in and just sort of filling in or what was the what was the album process at that point yeah at that point like brooke and mariah had already worked on a couple songs um and the plan from there was really to release like singles and continue recording from there as we go um so towards like late fall or early winter we shot the video for hate and then released it in february and we were weren't expecting the response we got at all uh where it started like, charting on billboard and getting played on octane a lot so from there we decided you know instead of like releasing singles and 
you know, stretching it out, we should just commit to doing a full album. Uh, so come like springtime, we went in the album and uh, recorded, it ended up being 13 songs, including Hate and the others that Brooke and Mariah did. And that came out in October. That is so cool. Congratulations on that. That's Thank so awesome. You. you know, I can't find that album anywhere locally either. I was like, everybody it's like impossible to find i'm like i want to get the actual vinyl album i want the actual album uh, mm -hmm. which is so hard to find locally but you guys uh, i'm jumping ahead but you guys have like a release thing coming up here for like new york and stuff like that right yeah uh february 11th we're playing at the empire in albany and this is going to be the first time we play our album like in its entirety live so we're all awesome. stoked for that <laughs> super cool that's going to be super awesome all right, so you guys create this album. You have you have the video for I Hate, and it's doing great. Everything's doing awesome. And then all of a sudden, you start getting, I, I assume all of a sudden, I don't know, but all of a sudden, you, you get these crazy, awesome opening shows. I mean, you guys have opened, uh, uh, I was looking through your list, Hailstorm and, and Evanescence. Obviously, I want to talk more about that in a second, but uh, Wolfie Van Halen's new band, that which is, I am just so psyched. I mean, I think it was you guys um dirty honey and wolf van halen was that all in one show uh that was that happened at one show in the middle of the mammoth tour we played a festival that was dirty honey mammoth joyous wolf uh stone temple pilots and daughtry uh and that was like one of my favorite shows yet where it oh was just God. such a crazy lineup and everyone there oh was just God. so nice so it's yeah so you, you're now year one into this uh and you've already had some amazing memorable moments that are just mind-blowing uh uh i saw that you you obviously when you and i originally talked you just hit the road with uh, seven dust for a, a couple weeks or whatever that was must have been awesome yeah it was awesome it was like a new year's theme tour so it was four shows in a row um so it's you know it was like a quick tour, but a, like a lot all at once. And it yep. was so awesome getting to see them like four nights in a row. Like it's, they're so tight live. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I literally, they just played here with Daughtry and uh, Tremonti. What? At, right. Right. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was right before Christmas or some, somewhere around there. Yeah. I remember looking at tickets and like wanting to go, but then I realized I was on tour. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I didn't like that part of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, rewind, rewind me to the first tour. I mean, the first big show. What was the first very big show? The first show we did was opening for Daughtry in, um, it was in Dayton, Ohio, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that was crazy. I mean, because... I mean, it was kind of one of those weird things where like we formed mid pandemic. So we went so far without ever playing a show and mm -hmm. it was all through like, you know, releasing singles and videos and stuff. And so, of course, we were like practicing to get ready for eventually when we could play a show. Um, and we had some stuff lined up for like later in that summer, but we got the opportunity to open to da for Daughtry and we found out about that like pretty last minute. So it's like, oh, OK, like we have to get ready for this like now. And it was so crazy like once we got there just everyone in daughtry's crew and the band they were so nice to us and so welcoming and um that's definitely like an experience like all of us like just really think back to like and really like value it because it was just we couldn't have asked for a better first show really and it was you know just kind of like intimidating at first walking into like a venue of that size and like we had never played live before and then playing for a place that big um, but they really just made us feel so comfortable and the show is a lot of fun. Yeah. And those guys, I mean, first of all, Daughtry's 
I mean, his sound, I mean, sound live, they sound so, they sound perfect live. Oh my God. Performing, yeah. I mean, those guys are all super pros, high quality performance, sound quality, everything is per- perfect on a, at a Daughtry show. It sounds amazing. Uh, I can, I, I just couldn't, I, I just can't imagine how, I mean, if I was in that, I would be so nervous being out on stage for the first time. That's a, that's a big step. Yeah, it was definitely before the show, all of us were super nervous. Um, and like, like we were trying not to talk about it, but we were all like stressing out, you know? <laughs> but it's like, it was weird. As soon as we got on stage, it kind of just fell into the groove really fast. And yeah. it like, it kind of reminded me like, you know, playing local shows where it's like nervous. It's like right when you go on stage and then it's, you know, just kind of like, it just feels like normal, you know? Yeah, um, you get it get in that zone and just kind of do your thing. Definitely. Yeah. It's just like the nerves leading up to it. But then as soon as you're out there, it's like, you're not really nervous anymore. Um, And that's like, I mean, I was surprised that our first show felt that way, but really it's kind of been like that ever since that first show where it's like, we'll be nervous the day of. And then once we're on stage, we kind of forget about all the stress. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of pressure. I mean, you're opening up. You're not just opening up for any bands. You're opening up for well-seasoned, high-performing, you know, excellent musician bands. So you guys are really, you got to go out there. And I mean, there's no doubt you guys can do it, but you got to go out there and you just got to kick ass to, you know, because the, the crowd doesn't necessarily know who you are. You're brand new. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to go out there and prove it. And, uh, you guys, um, everything I read about and I've seen is you guys are just coming out guns blazing and kicking ass left and right. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> the, yeah, it's really been crazy. <laughs> so, so that's the first. So that one show you did, oh, or was that? Did you do a tour with Doctor? Was that just the one show? Or that were you was talking? just one show. Okay. So what was after that? So you do that show with Doctor, and then where does that go? After that, um, a week later, we played in Cleveland uh, with Wolfgang Van Halen, like yeah. his new band, Mammoth. Yep. Um, and that was super cool, too, because I believe that was his first headlining show. Yep. So it was super cool to really, like, you know, he also formed his new band mid-pandemic. And, like, of course, he'd been out on the road with Guns N' Roses, but it was, like, super cool, like, you know, like two new bands and playing, like, a show together. And that was super cool. I, yeah, and you guys are all, like... And I threw Dirty Honey in there, but I mean, the, you guys did you did that one show, but their guitar, guitar player is also a Northeastern New England, New Englander as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, I mean, it's really, really, from my perspective, it's really, really cool to see a brand new band, see several brand new bands come out of this sort of pandemic era where everything's... I mean, I've, we've been talking with artists and a lot of artists like this pandemic kind of was like, it started, people started questioning themselves, you know, is this what I really want to do is, you know, I, you know, uh, is touring really what I want, all this stuff. And I have, you know, you hear all these bands that have been doing this for a long time and they start questioning themselves during this pandemic, but out of this pandemic comes some major, major great acts with you guys and Wolfie's band and uh, several others as well. So it's, and you guys are like, like I said, you guys come out on fire. You're not just a band standing there. You guys are on fire. Um, so yeah, so you do the tour with Wolf and Mammoth Van Halen for our VH, I should say, um, for uh, how many shows? How, how long was that tour? 
Um, so we did the one-off show with him in August, and then yep. in October we did six shows with him. Oh, okay, yeah, yep, yep, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, and then you jump on. I, I, I'm not sure if it's next, but that at some point you get into the hailstorm Evanescence show, which is still uh, got rescheduled for some of the shows that's still going on right now. But walk through that experience because that is like, I mean, you guys are perfect for that set. I mean, that is, it sounds like it was per made perfectly for you guys as an opening act. So talk to me about that. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, we had found out about it in advance and just out of the day, like blue one day, like I was, you know, back home in Maine and, um, Mariah just called all of us and she was like, you guys aren't going to believe this, but we got an offer to go on tour with like Hillstorm and Evanescence and all of us just like lost our minds, you know, like yeah. never in a million years would we like imagine something like that could happen, you know? Yep. Um, and yeah, definitely. I mean, for Mariah, her two biggest like vocal influences are Amy Lee and Lizzie Hale. So like it couldn't have been like a better pairing for sure. Um, so yeah, we did the Mammoth tour and then yeah, I believe like I went home for like three days or something and then went back out and it started up in Portland, Oregon and we worked mm -hmm. our way down the West Coast and it was really such an amazing experience. I mean, it was the first time we had played like arenas, but then too to be, you know, playing with bands that we really like have, have had such an impact on us um, and that we've been listening to since we were kids, like was just so crazy and they really couldn't have like been more welcoming and supportive to us. That was like the coolest part too, you know, like not only are they amazing on stage, but everyone's just like amazing people behind the scenes too. Yeah. We just had Joe Hottinger on the show like last week. And oh, no way. About, such a cool dude. He just, yeah. just so laid back. He's such a cool guy. Uh, and I think they're playing uh, tomorrow. No, a Thursday night in Massachusetts. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get uh, photo access for that show, but anyways. Oh, sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's the first sort of, uh, you said the first stadium on our arena based war. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine what it feels like to walk on during sound check to just turn your guitar on and just play it through the arena just for the first time. That's got to be so, uh, you know, mesmerizing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it was so weird to just, standing like i mean from that perspective of being on stage and looking out in an arena into it's just very like i mean like interesting like seeing it all empty you know mm -hmm. or like before shows like i'll usually like walk around the arena and stuff and just like walking through the whole venue and it's just totally empty like no one's there aside from staff and yeah definitely that first time of like you know like sound checking my guitar it was um I forget the name of the venue in Oregon. Mm -hmm. It was just crazy, like hearing it fill a room that big for sure. That's awesome. So much. It's so intense. That's so cool. The <laughs> uh, How long was that tour? How long did you guys do with that? We were on it for three weeks. Three weeks. So that was probably the longest run you've had with a in specific tour, right? Yeah. Um, before that, our longest, well, really our only like real tour was the Mammoth one, which was one week. So this was yep. definitely a change of gears, like kind of like preparing yourself mentally to do something that's a whole lot longer than like the one-offs or weekend shows we have been doing. So, so a brand new band with such a major tour like that, what, what do you do? Cause you're not playing every night. So what, what do you do on your days off in this, in these, on that, on that tour? 
Um, well, on that tour, since the cities were pretty spaced out and we were doing it like the whole tour in a van, so our days off were just driving days. It'd be <laughs> funny too, because like we'd be talking to like Hillstorm and Evanescence's team and they'd be asking like, oh, what'd you do on your off day? And it's like, we drove, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually like the day of the show, like we'll like to walk around the venue or see what's in the area um, and like fit in sightseeing where we can. But for that one, a lot of it was just you know, when we weren't playing, we were in the van. Yep. So, so is it, what, what is a typical, so what was your typical day on that tour? Is it like sound check at a certain time and then you got to hit the road at a certain time? What was your schedule for the, for the day of that tour? Yeah. So usually we'd have like lobby call, probably like the latest, it would be like 9am depending on how far we have to drive. And then, cause we'd have to be at the venue by like one, one thirty for load in. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, since like the headliners would sound check first, we would basically have downtime till like five or six, um, which was when we had a sound check. So we would kind of get to the venue and have like five hours to kill. So we'd, you know, see what's nearby or um, like in Seattle, Ash and I went to like a museum nearby or like any parks or stuff, you know. Um, and then we sound check and then have a little bit of downtime to like warm up and then we would go on like 7.15 ish. Yep. You guys playing for what, like half an hour or so, something like that? Yeah, we play a half hour set. And then as soon as you're done, are you trying to do like a uh, fan type of thing? Or are you guys immediately back in the van on the road? Um, with COVID right now, we haven't been able to do any oh, right. type of like meet and greets or go to yep. the merch booth or anything, which is like a bummer. I mean, it's so amazing to be out on tour, but it's like you really have to stay in that bubble to have a successful one. Yep. Um, so we're hoping, you know, later on we can start doing you know more like interacting with fans and stuff like that but yeah so basically we'd finish playing and then we'd get to watch the rest of the show which is just amazing to watch you know from like the photo pit area every night that's awesome that's so cool i mean yeah i mean that's such a major i mean those two mega mega bands it's just that's such a great tour that's that's such a great lineup so um so so that goes all the way out. well actually um that got rescheduled but not for your part of the tour right yeah we were just on the november leg and then lewis right. r was opening for the december leg and the yep. rescheduled dates yep yep so after that what was the next lineup or did you come home for the holidays and then go back out with seven dust or was there something in between yeah we actually had december off so we were able to meet up with you know friends and families for the holidays and yep. then uh, the day after Christmas, I left back to go to New York and then we rehearsed and did the Seven Dust run. That's awesome. How was, I mean, I've, Seven Dust is awesome, but how how was that tour for you? I mean, that's some, some great, great group of guys. Oh, it was so awesome. You know, it was like interesting, like on the Hailstorm and Evanescence tour, it's like, I think it might have been a little bit more clear that we were a good fit with just being like, you know, like female rock or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we had a great response from the fans every night. And from Seven Dust, it's like they're a little bit heavier than we are, but like it would be a fun pairing. And it was just super cool to see like, you know, it, we really did go over great with their fans and had a like great like experience on stage. And again, like everyone in their band and crew is welcoming and the fans were super supportive. So it was so cool for sure. That's, you know, I, I can certainly see how that would be an unknown sort of style of show with you being a new band and them being a hardcore, not hardcore, but they they have a very hardcore fan base mm-hmm. and they have a very deep catalog of heavy rock stuff. I think ultimately that would be a great combination of you 
you know, ultimately both bands together because you guys would actually complement each other really well for, for a fan perspective of the show. I think that'd be awesome. How long was that tour for? Uh, it was four days. Four so days, it was okay. Four shows in a row. Um, yep. It started like December 29th and went to like New Year's Day. And, and, and yeah, and then you guys came back because I remember you and I were talking about scheduling this. What? And now you've just booked uh, a bunch of shows with um, uh, um, Slash now, which yeah. again, this they just it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> That's insane. So you're so so that starts when next week. Um, no, that starts uh, last week of February, I believe. Oh, la- okay, yeah, yeah, okay. February, yeah. So I have a little bit of time off, and then we have the album release show, and then going up for the slash run. That is awesome, man. And how long is the slash run? Is that like three, two, three weeks? Yeah, I two or three weeks. Yep. Have you? I haven't seen it yet, but you guys haven't played New England a, a yet, right? So you're, no. you haven't done any home shows yet or anything yet. It's like become just this joke within the band of like, I think we've played every region of the US except for where we're from. Yeah. So like, I'll have like, you know, a bunch of friends reaching out like, when's the next time you're home? Like to play, like I haven't played here yet. So, yeah. <laughs> but we're so excited because there's a New York City date. There's a Boston yep. date. Um, so it's gonna be awesome to play close to home. I'm definitely gonna try to get that Boston date. Absolutely. That's gonna be such oh, a cool awesome. show. That's gonna be so cool. The, so, so you guys kind of went from a year ago today, this is a band, this is happening, and this is our first video, first single, I Hate, uh, that does well. Uh, I don't know what the actual numbers are, but my understanding is it got a lot of attention. You guys started moving really quick once that came out. Um, and, you know, what was, what was that process for you? Um, I know you're going from zero to a hundred rather quickly fan base and you know social medias and all the stuff you start getting tagged by photos and you start meeting all kinds of people and everyone's saying hey i saw your show last night what does that what was what was that experience like in a social media environment for you it was definitely so interesting like through social media because it really is like such a powerful tool and i think sometimes Mm -hmm. we forget how it really does bring people together like I mean, I found the whole ad for the band because of social media. Um, right. And a, like pretty much all of us had done like, you know, like cover videos before online and stuff. So it was so cool seeing that transition of like how it's really helping to push us as a band. And also to, especially during a pandemic, it's a way to interact with fans or people that are, you know, just getting into your music, you know, in a, in a time that like we can't, you know, hang out in person. Or especially to like when we do have a lot of downtime like driving to the next city on tour we all try to like you know find like videos from the night before just to like thank <laughs> people for you know their support really yep yeah it's it's so i mean everything social media is probably one of the most important tools today be, you know probably because of covid right right now be, yeah. for communicating what's going on in the industry uh with everything and the tours and everything like that so it's really cool. I, uh, I mean, the general question I ask most artists is, as a photographer, you probably get tagged with all kinds of photos and stuff. What do you, what would you like people, what don't you like people to do with photos and what do you like people? So, you know, guitar players, we all have guitar face and we're making weird faces and stuff like that. Some people don't want 
photos with their mouths open while they're soloing and stuff like that. Do you have any preferences when it comes to people taking your photos and stuff like that? I mean, for me, really, I'm just flattered that people are taking the time to like, you know, take photos of our band when like 99% of the time they're there for a different band. Like they're there to watch the headliner. Uh, So it means a lot to us when people get there early to like watch the opener. And then from like a photographer side too, when they're actually, you know, down in the pit and taking pictures of us. Um, I mean, as far as like photos, like I make so many guitar faces, really. It's I've just discovered it's unavoidable, like in yeah. pictures, like I just got to learn to embrace it really. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. you got some pretty epic photos. I mean, you're like doing backbends and all kinds of crazy stuff in your photos. I mean, you, uh, you definitely have that rock look when it comes to being on stage and just, like I said, kick it ass. You, you definitely oh, have a great you. look for that. That's awesome. The, um, Let's jump over to equipment real quick. Uh, what is your, what's your preferred equipment to use? What are you playing through? What do you like for pedals and stuff like that? So for guitars, my go-to is the Ibanez RG. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently endorsed by them, and that's just a huge honor. I mean, growing up, like, basically worshiping Steve I and Joe Satriani, it's like... Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my go-to guitar is the Ibanez RG. Uh, for amps, I like to use um, the Laney Ironheart half stack. Mariah and I have the same amp, and we both just love how like it's so versatile. Like if you want to do the heavier stuff, you can. But with a lot of our stuff on our album, like songs like Sober and Sorry, where it is kind of like a pop, like modern crossover, you really can get great clean tones from it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we love that aspect of it, and that's really that's been our go-to amp since the first show. Um, on my pedal board, I use a Boss GT1000, and I love just how, I mean, it can do a lot more than what I'm using it for at the moment, but I just have it set up as like patches that go through my amp, um, and then that goes into my Digitech drop pedal, um, nice. which is a huge help. We're, we're always back and forth between drop D and drop C, and so I don't have to bring an extra guitar. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's really important because I, mm-hmm. so we, we have several songs where we tune to, you know, C and E and drop D and you're like, man, I don't want to carry five different guitars. <laughs> right. Especially when like, you know, we have like a small trailer, we have to be conscious of like space we're taking up. Right. Like, I'd love to bring all my guitars, but <laughs> to like keep it to two or three. <laughs> right, right. Um, so you guys uh, did the video for I Hate, obviously, a year, a year ago. What is next? Or do you have I don't, do you have more videos than that, or do you have more coming? What's what's what is next for you guys? Uh, we have something new coming very soon. I mean, I can't say exactly okay. what just okay. yet, but okay. by the end of the month, we'll have something new out um, in that respect. And then for the rest of twenty twenty two, I mean, so far, but I know it's we're focusing on live shows. Um, we have the slash run, and then uh, we're so excited to play Welcome to Rockville in the spring. And then, um, yeah, some other stuff in the works at the moment, but we're planning to be on the road for most of 2022. That is super cool. I hope that, uh, I mean, I don't know how more crazier it can get, but it just seems to, I mean, you guys keep taking that next step to these these acts that you're touring with. I mean, I I don't know where else you can go, but yeah, I'm looking forward to all of it. I hope we can get to see you obviously here in in New England. Uh, and I hope to see you on the road at some point, you know, we, um, you know, most of us here represent the Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion in Meadowbrook. I don't know if you've been there. 
Oh, I love that venue. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all photographers for that venue. So hopefully we see you at our venue here, maybe during oh, the summer or something. So cool to play. I mean, I've yeah. seen a bunch of shows there and I've always thought like, I would love to play there someday, but I mean, yep. well, hopefully we'll see you there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, cool. Very cool. Um, where do people go to find you online? What's your, what is your social stuff? Where do people find you? Yeah. So our website is plushrocks.net. And then our Facebook is Plush Official, and Instagram and Twitter is Plush Rocks. And you have the full CD out. You can access, you can buy that on your website. It's on all of what iTunes, all the digital locations. Yep, all streaming platforms as well as CD. And right now we have vinyl pre-orders, but because of like you know uh, manufacturing delays, it should yep. come out in like springtime. Nice. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll definitely be on that list. Um, can they get um, shirts and CDs and all the stuff at shows? You got merch at the shows? We have merch at every show, and it's all available on our website, too. Oh, killer, killer. All right, cool. So that is, again, I can't thank you enough for doing this and going over year one and your history with us. Uh, it's so cool to see this. Congratulations on everything. I'm super excited to see you guys in Boston and wherever, whatever's next, I think is su- super so cool. Um, I appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. Hey, thanks for watching this episode with plush guitar player Bella Peron. We hope you enjoyed the episode. You can check our other episodes on your favorite podcast location and YouTube. Just search for Tales from the Pit Photo and on our website, talesfromthepit.net. We'll see you next time. <laughs>